All right. So not too long ago, we had a young man. The weather's getting nice. People are out riding their bicycles and their motorcycles. So we had a young man who was out riding his motorcycle, crashed, kind of found with a big hematoma on his head and uh, didn't really remember what happened, was brought in. He had a negative head CT and he had some negative x-rays. But just as we went to discharge him, although he had not complained of this or complained of any pelvic pain, he said, oh, hey, there's a bunch of blood at the tip of my penis. So um, we needed to work that up. So casting his situation aside, let's say he'd gotten knocked out and came in intubated to us and we noted um, blood at the meatus. What would be kind of our differential diagnosis of all the things that could be causing him to have blood in that area? So a pelvic fracture, ruptured bladder, retroperitoneal bleed, depending on where it communicated, um, kidney laceration, right? That could cause it. Just uh, trauma to the penis itself, or in, or in this guy, you know, oftentimes we have awake trauma patients that'll have blood somewhere, and it's because they scratched their head and then they touched elsewhere and they got the blood from their scalp lac elsewhere on their body. So I was kind of looking at that, which was not the case. This was uh, truly hematuria. So uh, again, we didn't do this in his instance, but I wanted to talk for just a second about a rug, a retrograde urethrogram, which is uh, which is kind of one of the standard things we need to know how to do as a trauma center, even though we don't do it very often. Is there anyone that has participated in doing a retrograde urethrogram before? No? Amazing. So in our big trauma patients, if it's uh, the scenario I painted before, intubated, we can't communicate with them, they've got um, blood at the urethral meatus, or if they have an obvious pelvic fracture that we've known about, either from physical examination or an x-ray, um, the classic trauma teaching is that you can't put a Foley catheter in this patient until you perform a retrograde urethrogram, because if they have some sort of urethral injury, you're going to make that much, much worse by diving in aggressively with a Foley catheter that then kind of continues to rip apart the urethra and, uh, and potentially creates a false track. So basically the procedure is you get a Foley catheter, you put it just at the, at just at the tip of the penis, um, where the balloon is just barely inserted and then put in just one or two mils of saline, just enough to give it a little traction, hold it in place. Then you're going to instill about 20 to 30 mils gently of contrast through the Foley catheter. And x-ray is going to help you with fluoroscopy to shoot various pictures at angles to see if there's any disruption of the urethra. Um, this can show you bladder rupture. It can show you uh, urethral injuries, which would be uh, either within the pelvis or within the penile shaft itself. And that'll, you know, give you the information of whether, whether you can then at that point continue to, to, um, insert the Foley catheter. So if you, you know, take ATLS, if you look at other trauma courses, they'll always talk about not inserting a Foley catheter in these types of trauma patients until you've performed a retrograde urethrogram. Now, having said that, sometimes trauma will tell you, depending on the trauma surgeon and depending on the clinical scenario, they'll say, you can have one gentle attempt at passing a Foley catheter before doing a, a urethrogram. If you meet with any resistance, then that's an indication you're going to have to back up and do a urethrogram. So going back to our patient, uh, he was awake and talking. He really didn't complain of much pain, and his examination of his pelvis and his penile area was pretty unremarkable. He just said, when I move, I feel a little pressure down here was all that he mentioned. So we did a CT scan, no obvious kidney injury, no obvious bladder injury, he was able to urinate freely, and on careful re-examination, he did have just a little bit of tenderness at kind of the base of his shaft. So probably what happened is he kind of went forward, straddled his gas tank on the motorcycle prior to his crash, didn't really have any recall of that, and had a small disruption in his urethra, but not like a clinically significant disruption. 
So I called urology in this case, and they said, since he is peeing freely, we don't need to put in a catheter. He can just go home and follow up in the office. So that's it. All right. Thanks.